Hi, my name is White James Moore, and you are listening to my dad and your host of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle Asset University podcast. I'm really excited today to be here with Jeff and Jamie Child, one of our very first members of Lifestyle Asset University as, it's, as it is today. And so I'm um, excited to introduce them. Guys, Jeff and Jamie, say hi to everybody. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. They're, they're down in, uh, you can see the background. They've got palm trees in the background. They're down setting up one of their their new lifestyle assets that they've been under construction with for a little while now, a little longer than they wanted to be. We'll talk a little bit about that here in the, in the podcast, but I think they're excited to get it set up to start. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is uh, at the advice of our, of Shelly who works for me and runs our, uh, you know, our inside is our main client success coach, our client experience. And she said, Sean, you gotta, you gotta have a little fun on the podcast. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire questions. So, these are really technical. You can't think about them. I just got, you both have to tell me the answers. So Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Books or movies? movies? Movies. Sweet pickles or dill pickles? Dill. Sweet. Oh, all right. A little disagreement there. Crushed ice or cubed ice? Cubed. Cubed. Board games or video games? Board games. Ooh. Comedy or oh, what'd you say, Jeff? Huh. That's a game guy, I think. <laughs> all right, all right. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Comedy. Baseball or basketball? Basketball. Baseball. Facial hair or clean shaven? Jamie, be careful how you answer this because I'm sitting here with a beard. <laughs> well, <laughs> and Jeff doesn't. Jeff, so you better, you clean shaven. <laughs> so, so those of you listening, so what? So what was the answer? Clean shaven. Clean shaven. All right. Introvert or extrovert? Introvert. Uh, Introvert. Fruits or vegetables? Fruits. Fruits. Hunting or fishing? Hunting. None of the above. (laughs) I guess hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch both of those. All right. (laughs) Winter or summer? Summer. Summer. All right. I'm with you. Baked or mashed potatoes? Mashed. Mashed. All right. Spring or fall? Spring. Spring. Rural or urban? Urban. Urban. Well, city folks. Cake or pie? Pie. Pie. Ice cream or yogurt? Ice cream. Ice cream. All right, this is the most important one. Tattoos or piercings? Piercings. <laughs> Been thinking about a tattoo. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> News to Jamie. All right, you might show up with one, huh, Jeff? A fun fact, yeah. neither one of us have any tattoos. All right, all right. Well, Jeff's thinking about Not it. Yet. Not so yet. it might, might be short-lived. Book or ebook? Book. Book. Money or free time? Today, free time, I'm into. Money. <laughs> Chocolate or gummy candy? Chocolate. Chocolate. Beach or mountains? Beach. Beach. All right. Okay, so we got it. We, we kind of broke the ice with a few things. We'll learn a, learn a little bit about you. But w- tell us tell us where you're from. Tell everybody what you're you know what, where you're from, what you're up to, and kind of what you, what led you to short term rentals. Can go. Sure. So we live in West Haven, Utah, which is northern Utah near Ogden. Um, we're running a, a business and recently sold it. 
Jamie uh, buys pre-made food and uh, happens to be in a realtor's office and was talking to the guy about some real realtor stuff. And uh, I just, I went and got my real estate license to start doing something with that. So I was talking to another commercial guy, commercial real estate agent. Um, we were going to do fix and flips. And so this guy's like, well, I just deal in commercial, but let me introduce you to Sean down the way. Um, he does, he does some of this other stuff. So started talking to Sean and he was the one that actually introduced us to the lifestyle assets. Cause we were just thinking of buying houses and fixing them up and flipping them. But we learned a lot of cool stuff. So Jamie comes home and tells me about this and I'm thinking, ah, this doesn't sound quite right. But anyways, go and meet with Sean and go and get thinking about it. And he explains it. I'm going, you know, this is a hell of a deal. This is a uh, kind of thing. So uh, we started down that path. Awesome. And that, that was about a year ago, right? Yes. Pretty so. close to a year ago um, that, that we did this. And then, so first let's, uh, a little background, um, and uh, you, you guys are, you brushed over it, but you guys built a business from scratch, an RV dealership, um, and uh, a really successful RV dealership in with multiple locations here, and, and uh, just sold that last year, right? Or was it this year? Oh, yeah, actually this it was year. this year. Yeah. I guess we uh, started talking to you before we sold it, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and so you, you ended up exiting out of that business and this is kind of that next phase of, for you guys, right? Correct. Yep. Um, originally I know you were, you were looking into other vehicles, other asset classes as far as real estate goes. And, and, uh, um, and then we met and we started talking and you guys got a little bit excited about this. And, um, and I, one of the things that I always, you know, credit you guys with from the very beginning is in fact, I remember when, when you joined us and it was, you know, it was really in the very beginning stages of what Lifestyle Asset University looks like today. You know, he had been doing it and putting together a course for a long time. But when, when I met you guys, I was just doing, I think, version four of my course and it wasn't all the way the way I wanted it. And Jamie was like, hey, Sean, I'm, I want to get into this. And I'm like, okay, you can do a week at a time because I'm kind of building it ahead of her and, and <laughs> making her make, try to stay a week or two ahead of Jamie where she's at the course because she's like busting through it. I remember going through that and uh, now it, it's a little it's a little different today everybody has you know all, all on demand but you had to suffer through the that whole eight weeks during an eight-week course right yeah tell us uh tell me tell us a little bit about how that process went and get what you you know as as you started getting into it you guys um you know, tell well tell everybody kind of what you know when you put your properties under contract you got into it and put some properties under contract right off the bat like you guys um, are in a unique situation where you're you're looking to build a sizable portfolio, and sometimes um, you know as as you you decided to do some new construction. And so tell us about that process, how that that's because there's that's not always easy, right? No. So we we came down to Southern Utah and found the we looked all around. Um, I actually got I think it was a Facebook ad, and I remember asking you, Sean, because you had some contacts down here trying to get in touch with the people down at this particular place and we couldn't get a hold of them. So we ended up, which was the sign of things to come, but um, we came down and checked it out. We checked out a lot of different places, but really liked this one for the location and the different um, property management options and amenities. But we, so we looked at one, and it was, the guy was trying to sell us on a new building. It hadn't even started yet. So we were looking at one unit 
And as we're walking around, Jeff says, why don't we just buy four? Because there's four units sounds in like one Jeff. building. That, 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 <laughs> so I'm like, that sounds like Jeff. <laughs> okay. Um, I was thinking one, but four. Okay. Four's good. Um, so we called the guy back and he got all excited. And But this was back last fall. Um, it hadn't even started yet. No, I want to say it was October or November last year. Um, but this guy, the builder, uh, kind of gave us some false promises and, oh yeah, we'll get started on it right away. It's only going to take us six months and on and on and on. And when did they break ground? Like we got, we went under contract on a piece of land and they didn't even break ground till this spring. Probably uh, February. Yeah. When they broke ground. And so it's solid three, four months before they broke ground after we went under. Yeah. It's, it was, it was a minute, right? Yeah. That, they, yeah. that they took. So in the meantime that we're waiting for, so it's a building, it has four separate townhomes in it. There's one five bedroom, one six bedroom and two four bedrooms. So 19 bedrooms total. Um, while we're waiting for that one, the builder tells us, oh, I had some people back out on this other one. So Jeff's like, well, let's get that one up and going and making money until we get the other four ready to go. So we bought a fifth one that's in another building. It's just right across the street, but it's in another building of four, but we just own one unit. It's one six bedroom unit across the street. And that's the one in, we're in right now that we're pretty much done with getting it set up. Just getting ready to go. Awesome. And um, you guys, what you guys did is, you know, the, the area that you found that you liked is it's a purpose built resort, right? It's built for short term rentals. It's got their own amenities. They've got their own, you know, pools and amenities. But what you guys have done is actually taken your units and are, are building your own little resort, right? Your own amenities, your own pool, your private area, which is really kind of fun. And, and, uh, and uh, I think there's going to be a lot because these are, these are not small townhomes. They're large. Like you said, they're five, six bedroom, bedroom units. So there's, and uh, they can, they can house a lot of people and, you know, a lot of different angles that you can go with, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Even when they ever finish up, it feels like it's like an eternity to get there. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. hopefully it's sooner rather than later. But uh, as you started the process, what were some of the, you know, you know, when we met a year ago, right. You just met this guy, in an office and didn't know anything about this space. Uh, you know, originally you were looking at multifamily stuff, I know, and some other, some other angles of real estate. What were some of your biggest fears getting into the short-term rental space? Um, how are we going to manage it? How are we going to take care of it and make sure we get guests in and out? What kind of, what kind of business do we really want to run? Um, and I guess for us, it was, this is a, a business for us, not a, a second home or a, that that route so that although i'd like to stay sometimes but jeff strictly says only business only business <laughs> no no scene <laughs> yeah that's uh that's again that does not surprise me at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that was probably my biggest concern of you know really if in in this model you typically would spread your stuff out and you, you wouldn't buy a hundred houses all in one town you typically want to have a couple here, a couple here, a couple here, a couple here to kind of diversify yourself in one, you know? Now, how do you manage all that? How do you, it's not a hotel with a hundred rooms all in one spot. It's, you're spreading yourself out a lot. So that's probably my biggest concern of, of how do you, how do we scale this and structure it? And do we need property managers? Can we manage it ourselves? What different options do we have? 
um, as well, what is the what is the actual demand for something like this? And at the time, I'd never stayed in anything besides a hotel. And it's never been an Airbnb or a VRBO type thing. It's always been a hotel. So I was a little going, okay, this is a different concept for, for what I'm used to. Yeah. What, uh, as you've been in it for a year now, you're not quite to that. You're, you're just getting started on that marketing side, on the management side. I know what you guys are doing. Where, where are you, what are you, what are some of the biggest fears now? Same because you're just kind of getting into that or, or are you, as you've been around it long enough, are you, are you, you know, feeling like you're getting some answers there? Um, I feel like we've gotten some pretty good answers of again with, I, it's almost probably been a blessing be, taking a year, I guess, sort of, we've had a lot of time to think and get stuff in place and some processes, procedures of what we, again, put together all our thoughts. What do we really want? Um, and then again, having a guy like you that we call up, Hey Sean, what do you, what do you think about this? Or what do we do on this? Or what do you do on this? Or, and again, then you tell us, well, I've got this other customer in state, 10 states over from us. That's, they're doing this and they've got this type of property or so it's been, that's been extremely helpful yeah. to, to have that help. Nice. And, and that's one of the, you know, obviously as you go through this, I remember when we first met and, and you guys still want, you know, to grow this portfolio and, and do this, but it's a little, it's a little harder than it sounds to go out and scale, you know, to set up five properties at the same time. Right. You know, it's, it's, Absolutely. it takes a lot more, you know, you're going to spend a lot of time on that acquisition phase and especially that setup and management phase before you actually get it to the market. And so to try to do 10 or 12 or 15 properties at a time, I have a lot of people, you know, in, in your, you know, that we talk to and um, you know, a handful in your guys' situation that have the ability to go buy, a lot a larger portfolio but sometimes logistically it can be you know it's not it's it's not as easy as it just sounds to go out and do right there's a lot of moving parts in the beginning no i think i initially told you if i remember correctly that i wanted to do like 50 or 60 properties my first year yeah. yep and i talked to jamie the other day and i said okay we've we've got to do one maybe two a month maybe and one a month is realist probably yeah. real especially if new construction yeah yeah, I think that, and I, and I totally agree with you. It's it's difficult to get more than one set up a month. Um, once it is, then it's, then it, then it's great, right? And and I know that, and Jamie, maybe you talk a little bit about this too, as you're on the management side, you're gonna you're gonna kind of self manage these ones that you've got down there, and that's a little different than what a lot of times we suggest a lot of people do. Because frankly, I don't think a lot of people are are cut out for it, and the ones that do tackle it in our in our group do a really good job but not everybody's cut out to manage these types of properties and you're, you know, there's, cause there's a lot of moving parts to do it. Right. Yeah. No. And I think the reason, one of the reasons we decided to do that is we got out of the RV industry and we have time on our hands and I know a lot of people, you know, have full-time jobs, so it's just, wouldn't it be feasible, but we decided to try to tackle it. And um, I think one of the biggest things that I feel like been a blessing for us is I found a girl down here um, that I can really count on for cleaning um, that will help with whatever. And her husband actually is, um, he does maintenance. He has another job, but he can come and do maintenance. Like he came and did some pest control on our place just to make sure that the bugs are gone out of here before the first people get here. And 
So if you have somebody local, you got to find someone local that you can really, really count on um, and that's reliable. And I think that's huge because the, the marketing side of it and, you know, ordering and shipping and all that stuff, you can, you can do that from other places, but you've got to have a good local contact. And that's one of the things that I was nervous about at first saying like, yeah, we'll manage it. But until I found this girl, I was a little nervous uh, how we were going to take care of stuff locally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and finding those local, that local partner there is huge, right? That's going to be huge for the success of these, the, the, you know, the, this little portfolio down there and at, uh, down at Zion's village there and, um, and, and make your job way easier, right. To, to be able to do the other stuff that can be done remotely. And I, you know, right now I know we're setting up kind of working on the marketing stuff and you're getting all your, you know, getting ready to, to kind of take the marketing campaign and, and really put it out there. Um, tell a little bit, of, tell us everybody a little bit about your property, take the opportunity to tell us where to find it and how we can look at it and uh, where it comes on live at. Um, so, I've got a website. It's elementszionvillage.com. Um, well, and you can also get to it from just zionvillage.com too. Um, but the one that we have ready right now, it's a six bedroom, five full bath house. It's about 3,200 square feet. It is a townhome, so it is connected, um, but it is an end unit townhome. And then in the community, there is how many gallon pool? 100,000 gallon. gallon pool. It has a lazy river, um, a little kid like splash pad area with little like slide in the rocks. There's the pool area is pretty cool. Um, they're supposed to, as this continues on the construction, get like a pickleball core and different stuff, but we're located in hurricane Utah. So just the east of spelled, spelled hurricane for everybody who's not from there. That we, we, it, it's actually hurricane, but we pronounce it hurricane. <laughs> well, when you call the post office, they say, they do say hurricane. Uh, Utah. Yeah. But I was talking to a local guy down here and we were going back and forth. on. Oh yeah. Utah. Yeah. You, it, you, you're local, you can't say hurricane. They're like, what are you talking about? Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the reason we originally picked this location is because it's close to Zion national park. And we originally are, I guess our target audience was going to be international travelers. Um, and that's another thing that I think you need to get used to is rolling with the punches because obviously there's not a lot of international travels travelers right now. I mean, there might be in the future, but, um, we're lucky because I think a lot of people in Northern Utah are wanting to get away. So it's still like the occupancy rate down here is crazy just because there's still local, more local travelers than international. Um, but we wanted to be close to Zion National Park, which is about 25 miles from here. Um, but it's it's kind of cute. It's like not right in the hustle and bustle of St. George. We're kind of out in a small town, but we're still close to a lot of things. So, yeah, no. When you guys were going through that acquisition phase, you know, I'm real obviously really familiar with that area. We own a property down in that general area, and love the proximity to Zion National Park. And uh, you know, and another thing that. Um, there's very few properties down there. You know, when we're looking at locations and we're looking at the profit drivers like the national parks and, and the local things that are going on, your proximity to the profit drivers is really, is really critical and, and frankly better than most. Um, 25 miles maybe to some people seems like a far away way, but that's really, really probably the closest 
area with any of any real speakable amenities um, to Zion National Park. So it's it's a really great uh, base camp area, but also that area, you guys, uh, there's not a lot of properties that can house large groups. And so you guys are going to go after that niche a little bit and, and specifically, you know, as you've gone through that setup uh, process and to deliver the fairy tale, we always talk about that unique customer experience and you've, you know, and it's, you, you've talked about the elements at Zion's Village and you guys have kind of taken that, uh, the elements theme throughout your properties, which is really fun, but also targeting those big groups and allowing them to come have a almost a resort within a resort is going to be really really fun and i'm really excited to see it come together i think you guys have a, a really fun thing going on down there but when is when are the the when is the fourplex slated to be finished i talked to the builder today and he's telling me five to six more weeks okay so so, so, uh, so eight to ten <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so we'll, t- we'll, we'll do an update next year on the podcast hopefully it's done. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, you know, unfortunately, it's one of those things we actually talked about the pros and cons of a new build. And, you know, we we looked at the numbers, we looked at the build job, we looked at the resort that it's being built in. No question, the quality is there. And it's gonna be an amazing when it's done. But, um, you know, the drawback of a build job is, is they don't always they don't always come in on budget or on time. And so you have to be ready for with some of those contingencies. So um, what, uh, any, any aha moments as you've gone through this process that you, that, you know, you came in, you're like, man, that's, you know, it was brand new to you a year ago. You, you dove in, you know, the deep end, you, you dove in and in, in typical Jeff style, let's try one and you, know, you end up with five within a month. <laughs> that whole building. Right. Well, we'll right. the whole complex. What, uh, what, what are some of those aha moments you can share with some people? Cheers. I guess mine's right at the beginning when Jamie comes home and is telling me, I talked to this guy about vacation rentals and I'm thinking what in the world? And so I'm like, all right, I'll go to St. George and look around. And like the first day of this, I'm going, this is dumb. No, like who, nobody does this. Nobody stays in these. And then I'm sitting here looking around and going, holy cow, it is full. It is. People are doing this. This is. And I start Googling Airbnb, VRBO and reading about it and going, the growth they're having and, I'm going, where have I been? How have I missed out on this? Is really, I guess, my right yeah. to be going, you know, okay, I've been, why didn't I start doing this five years ago? Just the scope of the demand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where you were kind of unaware of it in the beginning. Yeah, amazing. And it's, it, it still shocks me how, how in demand this is. Even, I mean, this year has been crazy. You know, we're, um, where we were hit was just such crazy stuff going on and thinking that it's going to really affect and disrupt this industry. And it has in, in certain aspects, but the demand just continues to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So I have one thing to add to that too. Um, he said he'd never stayed in one before we started looking. Um, but since then, like in the last year, we've stayed in a handful of Airbnbs. I think we purposely or at least I do when I'm booking something like want to stay in one just to see like yeah. what, what the deal is. Like we've stayed in Moab, um, one down here, a handful of other ones, but, um, mine, like we've stayed in some good ones and some bad ones. And so this is where he's like, I keep buying stuff, but you got to have it. Like you want to create an experience so that people will come back. Like we stayed in one that I'm like, there, where's the towels? Like you had to go, you, people will just like, throw these things together really fast, you know, like throw, throw a little couch in here and throw a bed over here and like, let's get it up and we're going to make all this money and rent it. But I think to get people coming back, you got to 
have unique stuff and create an experience or a brand yourself to where they'll remember to come back and they'll have everything they need. You know, like a stupid, I bought blow dryers, but I needed a blow dryer once and there was not one to be had. So if yeah. there's a stupid little cheap blow dryer, like I think that's going to be big for somebody. If they yeah, no question. And, and that's a, it's a great way to do it, is just go stay in them and see what they see, what they're missing. Sometimes we don't know. I mean, we try to do, like that furnishings checklist that we have. We try to think of everything. We're constantly adding to it, right? Of, okay, you have to have this stuff, but give us some things. I know that you've been, you know, you, like you said, you're, you're trying to set that up and deliver that fairy tale, that unique experience stand out from the competition. What are some of the things you're doing down in your property that are, that you're trying to do that with and accommodate the, the, the guests, like, you know, little things like the blow dryer that many people, I mean, I don't think of that. I don't have any hair. So I, no, I, I'm going to, I'm going to carry the computer to show you something. Just all right. All right. I like it. It's not quite done yet. Okay. But this is my idea. So it's a little you, bit. You have to give us a or, or a, a description too, because uh, some people are just listening to this. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you can see this very well. I've built, and it's backwards, oh, it. but yeah. it's a welcome wall instead of a welcome book. So nice. I've got our logo up there. I've got like our hashtag, our um, Instagram and Facebook. And we're just going to list, like I went around and got all kinds of local restaurant menus, um, things to do locally. I'm going to put our house details, like the instructions and stuff. Yeah. And it's a whiteboard wall. We painted it with whiteboard paint, but it's just right here in the living room. So this is kind of, it's really messy right now, but it's right here in the living room. And it's just kind of like a local. So when everybody, a local spot or, you know, when everyone's hanging out here in the living room, like what should we do today? Yeah. I kind of thought that that would be a fun thing to just kind of spread it out on a wall. For sure. Instead awesome. of doing just a little book. So I yeah. think we're going to do that in all the units. Love it. Each one. And then another little fun thing I did, instead of doing an owner's closet, we built one in the garage, but I did a little playroom area just off the living room, Fine. just in a closet. For the kids, yeah. Instead of doing the owner's closet right there. So that's awesome. awesome. Those are a few fun things that we'll. Yeah, those are fun. We've, got, uh, we've got a wall like that in ours that's a selfie wall. So we, we've got a little, a little selfie printer. And we've got, which like your guys' wall with the palm trees, like we've got one yeah. that, that's got like the, you know, our, our logo and everything and kind of painted up in the garage and it's a selfie wall. And then they, and then we've got a whole wall like where you've got, where you showed that and people go print their selfies of themselves in what doing whatever. And they go, they go put their pictures up on the wall. So as it's growing, it's kind of cool to see everybody's got everybody's pictures of people who have visited and, and what they're doing in the area. So that's kind of fun too. Um, and it, and, and, and that's, what's fun about staying at others people's and seeing, seeing yours and, and seeing other people's what these ideas that people have and, uh, implementing them into our properties as well. And, and so that's fun to be able to do and see. And, and that's one of the big things that I feel like that, um, a lot of people miss the boat on honestly is, they, they stop at buying a nice property and they, they don't take that extra step to really deliver the fairy tale, deliver a unique experience. People are looking for a unique experience. And sometimes it's just little things like that. It doesn't take a lot to, you know, dedicate a wall to something like that or, or take an owner's closet and make it a little playroom, just little things that make it fun and unique. Um, and then to the other, you know, we're, we're looking at a property right now and we've got 
um, it, it's going to attract fly fishermen and in an area that I'm really familiar with and we're going to have a fly box for everybody that comes in of our favorite flies and I'm going to have handwritten notes of and uh, of the river and the rocks that I fish beyond or so things that other people aren't thinking about and doing which is which is really trying to to enhance that customer experience and and that's what we're trying to do with this right guys this is not just the, the unique thing about vacation rentals is it's not just a, a real estate investment it is but it's their, their own little business they're these mini businesses and you guys are uh, built a business and sold a business and you know understand that you know, all those different aspects of the business, but the, the number one thing that any business can provide, we all have like commodities that we sell and our homes are essentially a commodity. There's a lot of other nice homes in every area that we're invested in. And the, the way to stand out is to deliver that unique customer experience and that unique customer journey. And uh, so that's fun to hear that you're, you know, the putting that together and those pieces of the puzzle there. And that's why it takes, why it's hard to do 60 properties in a year, right? You know, yeah. it, it's difficult to put all that together so quickly. So awesome. So um, what are some lessons? What are some things that you say you wish you would have done differently? You wish you wouldn't have, you know, it's just some lessons that you've learned along the way as we kind of wrap things up for people as they're, as they're considering this and listening to this. Um. You know, I think it was somewhat of a blessing to be taking so long on construction because we had time. But at the same time, like I definitely at this point, if I can find furnished, ready to go houses, if a turnkey stuff and I can go, we can go in and put little touches on it or improvements, that would be, uh, in my opinion, if it costs you more, it's the way to go. You're nowhere near the amount of work, um, the planning, uh, you're just kind of, you're there, furniture's there, you're not trying to figure out how to get it, where to get it, making trips back and forth. Um, you can find turnkey stuff, I think that's uh, definitely that's for sure. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Anything, anything from you, Jamie, that you, uh, any lessons or mistakes that you, you'd like to, you know, share with people? Um, I know like in one of your sections of the course there's you know find good partners so obviously like real estate and mortgage but also um just be really organized and find good like where to order stuff from you know like i've got a like an amazon business account now and a, a professional wayfair account and just different stuff to keep track of things and um i'm a deal finder so always trying to find the best deal and just kind of keeping your eyes open, but staying organized. So I'm trying to, with what we're doing now, um, you know, I got with this wall, the people that did that, like they did this, those vinyl letters for me in like one day. So I'm definitely keeping those at the, in my role. Yeah. Have Rolodex anymore, but <laughs> in my phone. Nobody has a Rolodex. <laughs> you know what you're talking, at least, at least those of us with a little gray hair know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. Um, to just find good partners, like all the way around, not just real estate agents and lenders and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, the, the cleaners and stuff and take care of them so that if you, cause I don't know if you guys are like us, we're last minute on everything and we're like, Oh, I need this stuff printed before we go down. And you know, if you make, have good relationships with some of these people, then I think that, that helps a bunch. Yeah. Awesome. And I hear that, I hear that uh, theme echoed from a lot of people first, just, you know, have, have the, 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 you know, the key group of people, your dream team, right? Those people that you can count on 
in different aspects for you, you know, your boots on the ground people, your cleaner, your maintenance that are going to help you manage it. Those real estate partners, the finance partners, you know, the, you never know when other opportunities are going to come up. Keep those relationships alive. You know, this is always a relationship business. Every business is. And then the second thing that you, you mentioned is just having systems and processes to follow, right? This is a business. You should have some sort of standard operating procedure when it comes to going through this process. Um, there's a lot of moving parts, and, uh, but, but it's not rocket science, right? It's something that, you know, you can learn and, and pick up and figure out, but it is nice to have systems and processes to follow as you, as you put it all together. And that's where your training comes in handy, you know, so you can go through it all and then kind of tweak it to be your own or, you know, to work well with each property. So that's kind of what got me started is that was kind of the backbone of all of it. And then you just kind of tweak it to your own properties or your own preferences. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, and we, you know, again, we've, we've, uh, I met you guys about a year ago, we got, you know, introduced through somebody else. You went through the process. We've become good friends now and uh, to the point where we're looking at deals and stuff together. And so I, I sure appreciate you guys. I appreciate everything you do inside of our group, but also just, just always, you know, the relationship that we've been able to build and, and being here and sharing your story and, you know, we'll do some follow-up stuff. I'd love to, you know, when, when the rest of the properties are up and running, I'm sure people would love to hear about them and see them. I'm going to post your guys's um, elements at Zion's village in the show notes. So if anybody wants to go check out the property, um, going down to going down to Zion's, um, in the national park in Utah. And I mean, it's a great home base and uh, great. If, you know, if, if you have, you know, if you run a business and you have or family reunions and need a large space, they're hard to find. And uh, that's really, you're going to be your guys's niche down there is, is those larger groups that, that need a, need a home base and want to be together. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun and I can't wait to, for it to be, you know, up and running. So any, uh, any final last words before we wrap up? I don't think so. I don't have anything. Come on, Jeff. You've got to have something. I mean, <laughs> Jeff just wants to, to buy going. more stuff. I, just so to, I know exactly. <laughs> Jeff just more. wants more properties. Anybody have anything for sale? <laughs> He's in. There we go. Okay. All right. That's what we'll do, Jeff. Anybody? If anybody has properties for sale, we, yeah. we've got a buyer for you. You uh, thought we could throw this place together in four days and move on to the next one? It's taking a little yeah. longer than that. So he's ready to. Right. Move on right. That. He's ready. Well, listen, guys. I sure appreciate it. I sure appreciate you guys joining us. And for all of you listening, thanks for joining us today. We'll be here same time, same place next week, and we'll wrap it up today. And again, thanks for, to Jeff and Jamie Child for joining us on today's podcast. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Lifestyle Asset University Podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit LifestyleAssetUniversity.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.